welcome to episode five of Send Us Flowers. I'm your host, Liz. Other people sometimes like to call me busy. And I am joined here today with someone I can actually give flowers to in person yes. because it's also it was also her birthday. Yes. So we'd like to say happy birthday. Thank but you. the cannabis cutie is here. Hello. Tammy's hello. here. Yes, Tammy, aka the cannabis cutie. Here. I'm so excited. <laughs> Me too. Um, I don't. I, we've met in person briefly, like at the events. And yeah, stuff, but yeah. But I've never actually got to like sit and spend time and chat with you. So this is so exciting for. So exciting today! Excuse no, me. No, this is this is gonna be fantastic. We've got tons of stuff to smoke on. Yes. We're going to go. We're first off. We're gonna introduce Tammy. Mm -hmm. Talk a little about a little bit about who she is, what she's up to, and then we're going to explore what we both brought in our bags. Our bags are apparently very loud. Looking yes. at the display. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're gonna get really into talking about what it's like to be a cannabis influencer and a lot of the challenges that we're seeing these days and especially with censorship and just the new realm of media and what you can do as solutions. Like yeah. what are the solutions here? And some mm -hmm. things like we're still in such a learning process of what's happening, how to maneuver it. But you know, I, I think that I think we're pretty experienced in the way yeah. that we might have some insight to share. So, Correct. <laughs> so thanks for joining. We're gonna jump right in. Tammy, tell us about yourself. How did you start the cannabis cutie? Oh man, how did I start the cannabis cutie? So it was right after grad school. So I graduated in 2018 from the University of Miami for certain that I was gonna be in the cannabis industry. I did every project that I could in class over weed. So if we had to do an entrepreneurship um, presentation, it was about weed. If I had to do That's some amazing. kind of um, finance, real estate explanation, it is cannabis real estate. So um, that I knew for certain, I just wasn't sure. Um, so for me, the first thing that I felt that I needed to do, needed to do was educate myself on the industry, on the plant itself. Um, so when I learned about the plant itself, it was just like one of those, what there's, a, there's a cyst, what there's receptors, there's locks and keys. And yeah. why don't we have this information? And it's yeah. like, oh, it's out there, but it's in the form of medical journals. It's mm -hmm. in the form of science jargon. And, um, the rest of the world, the layman cannot decipher what that says. So I decided that I was going to start making car videos mm -hmm. in my car. Um, and oh, that's, that's classic, <laughs> like stoner behavior. Though. Yeah. So it's just videos in my car. It's like on the way to drop off in between dropping off, you know, one kid at one yeah. school and one at the other. I am busting out a one minute video. Cause you're a super mom too. Just by the way, she's <laughs> yeah. a super mom. I have, I did. Yeah. I have two kids. So if you look back at my earlier videos, people are like, why are you always in the car? Because of doing pickups and drop offs and errands. And this is the best light that I have. I didn't have a ring light yet. You're doing what you can do with what you have. Exactly. Exactly. So all I had was information and a sunroof that brought in really good lighting. And that was all I needed to get started. There you go. Um, and then of course, part of my strategy was social media. I don't know social media well, so I went and got help. Okay. People assume that I'm doing. I'm like I'm giving you that look because I'm <laughs> no. like you're really good at social media. No. <laughs> um, my strategy was if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this the right way. So I went and I asked for help. 
I love and I that. asked my friend Haley, whose page was so amazing. She's like, oh no, girl, that's Kelly. Like, what? <laughs> so, um, Kelly, um, who is the owner of Make Wave Social, is okay. a big part. Um, we've been together since the beginning of like her company and my company. We wow. both had our start in such a good working relationship. And everybody that she's brought on to my account to help has been, it's like we all are thinking the same thing, yeah. which is exactly what you want to have. So that's the recipe for success that I have there. It was not doing it by myself. Which, whenever I do things by myself, I typically fail. No. Like, yeah, it's, it's, I'm trying to do so much mm -hmm. that I can't get it done. So when I get help, um, I can get so much done because You're delegating. Yes, correct, delegating. That's, I yeah. mean, that's the best. Look, when you have a vision, sometimes it's really hard to execute that vision. Yeah. Everyone has ideas. Yeah. It's the people who are able to act on those ideas that make Correct. change. And sometimes to do that, you have to admit and say, hey, I can't do everything. Right. And so the fact that you right out the gate were like, hey, I have something I know that I want to do. I'm going to, yeah. but I don't have a ring light. I don't have a studio, so I'm going to do it in my car. Yeah. I don't have, you know, every single know-how or expertise. So I'm going to, I'm going to figure out what I can do. And then I'm going to go to the other people who do it better. Correct. Yeah. I mean, you're, th those are. You know, that, I felt like CEO. That's like right. those are CEO moves. Right. But at the beginning <laughs> it was so uncomfortable. I was like, I feel like an imposter because yeah. I'm not doing it all. Um, yeah. so that was a very early lesson that I you know, as today here I stand, there's so much that I can't get done because again I'm trying to do it by myself. And it's back to that, you know, how did I start off? Right. That's kind of what I have to keep in mind. So yeah, it's not always the most easy or the most beautiful process, but as long as you're doing it. At some point, you know, you'll kind of figure it out yeah. along the way. Yeah. No, I. That's. Uh, that's a per. I'm like, where are we in this episode? Oh yeah, we just started. <laughs> we have like so much. All well, like we can just end that there. Like that was perfect. <laughs> no, but um, I think I think that's amazing. That is like literally the definition of a CEO and someone who's moving in a way that is so expert, like absolutely incredible. And so it's easy to see why you're now where you are. I mean, you've yeah. worked with like really heavy hitters too yeah. you're so knowledgeable in this space yeah. i mean you've created a book club to bring yeah. people together and create that community yeah um she also has a book club if you'd like to I join and so, <laughs> um as well as a wealth of other ways to learn because mm -hmm. that's that's part of what you do, right? Yeah. It's so that you can all, you know, not just be together and smoke together. It's so that you can learn together. Yeah, for sure. I mean, smoking is one thing that's going to bring people together always. Yeah. But <laughs> how can we be more intentional? And I think during the pandemic, we had so much time to just kind of sit around. And it's like, all right, how mm -hmm. do we create a new habit and be intentional right. with this new habit? So um, it just turned out as a group of people coming together to read a book. But what it created was... So, I mean, advocates across the country yeah. going to speak to their po local politicians That's about incredible. cannabis legislation, going to lead community meetings, helping patients at a hospital because they're a nurse, right. um, becoming an educator themselves. So um, it's been beyond my wildest dreams, and I'm so grateful for it. And it's like, yes, more of this, because even though we're so far in cannabis legalization, we are not anywhere near the end of the fight. Oh my God! Yeah. No way! <laughs> Nowhere near. You go. So I'm I'm from the East Coast originally, yeah. and when I go back home, I mean, there's tons of progress that's been made even in the last five six years. But not, I mean, the California market, the Colorado market, Washington's yeah. market, all of these more mature markets. 
aren't even don't even have it yet. I mean, Correct. we're in the middle of like almost a collapse of Correct. the California yes. market. Yes. And I mean, we're going to have to see some rebirth. So mm-hmm. not to take it too not to take it too far away from our purpose of being yeah. here, but it is really crazy. And so for you to be able to stimulate that kind of inspiration in yeah. others to go speak to their, you know, not just like cuz social media is so powerful, but right. like to do the work in cannabis, and I'm looking at the camera saying this because to do the work in cannabis, you have to get off your phone. You have to. You eventually have to. You have to go and speak to people. You have to show up mm-hmm. at hearings. You have to show up and comment. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand how to do that. They yeah. don't even know where to begin. Correct. Yeah. And that's... so that's why what you're doing is so powerful. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to believe that our politicians are not knowingly um, killing people by that's very optimistic of you yeah it's very (laughs) optimistic i'm like if you actually knew that there was an endocannabinoid system and you know it is hard to believe if somebody doesn't have the information it's like how can this one blunt fix 30 different things you guys are just saying whatever you need to say to Mm -hmm. get whatever you need to get done and i understand that line of thinking but i honestly believe that if you sit down and you actually educate them and you present them a PowerPoint that you give them Visually, and then, you know, visuals are huge. Yes. Visuals. Yeah. And then hit on, are they, are they more, um, conservative leaning? Let's talk about PTSD and how the endocannabinoid system it affects PTSD and what cannabis can do. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's just so many ways that you can take it. And I genuinely, so I genuinely believe that if they had the information, they would not be acting the way that they're acting they're truly just accepting the teaching that was given to them without questioning it and they're like okay with it I think that's very big of you I think I've lost a lot of faith honestly I mean like and it and it's tough like a lot of people in cannabis have a hard time trusting sometimes our higher correct authorities as we'll say and for and for you know pretty yeah. Okay. Reasons. Lot. You know. Yeah. Re- reasonable reasons. You guys have criminalized people for plants. Yeah. Yes. And and so you know it's kind. Of, sometimes it's hard. And so I think that you helping foster that trust too mm-hmm. to say hey like maybe it's not all bad. Yeah. And maybe we can use our voices, mm-hmm. but in this way. Yeah. You know, because it like you're giving direction too. Right which is where a lot of people get lost and that's where they get frustrated and, and then it's like rah 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 yeah i'm mad but i don't know what my steps forward are so i'm Correct. just gonna sit here and be mad about it right but you give them that like next little like no let's if you just could give people the tools that they needed the tools they could be there so successful but people yeah. don't know what those tools even look like it's information that's all it is yeah it's information if you are aware of a problem but and you know it needs to be fixed, but you don't know how to fix it. You have to go find that information. Yeah. For some people, that's a therapist. For some people, it's a book club. <laughs> so that's all it is. I am just giving people the tools. Yeah. If the argument is we don't like it because it's illegal, well, let's talk to them about why it's illegal. We're going to learn about history. I love it. If we want to talk about you know the detriment that criminalizing a plant has done to its citizens, well, let's talk about mass incarceration in right. this book. So. It's giving people the tools so that they can be effective. Yeah. In whatever way that is. Well, speaking of tools, Mm -hmm. in our toolboxes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We have a few tools in front of us. I like to think of cannabis also as tools because you can use the wrong types of cannabis. Or not really the wrong types, but types that maybe aren't 
best for you. Yeah. Um, so that I'm gonna I'm gonna really smoothly segue us into our <laughs> in my bag segment. <laughs> Speaking yes. of tools, and talk a little bit about you were telling me before we started some of the tools in your bag, mm-hmm. which I was fascinated by some of that information. And I, I like to think I know most things sometimes. About, <laughs> but um, especially like what you were telling me with the originals mm-hmm. that that comes. Well, I'll let you speak to that. But yeah, so the originals they're in South Central LA. They're also in San Diego. They have a location. But what's interesting about them is they're predominantly minority owned and uh, led. And when you walk into the dispensaries, mostly minority mm-hmm. operated. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So I been there yet. yeah. So they don't do a whole lot of marketing. They're pretty successful in their own right. Now, when they start the products, good, the product is good. There we go. <laughs> the product is amazing. So they don't have to be loud. They don't have to align with, you know, big names just for the heck of it. It's strategic if they loud. do it. Correct. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so I love the originals. Um, I always have have them with smells me. amazing it smells amazing i always have coffee and kush that's another um line that i really love uh but yeah i kind of like the places that i see the culture i can feel the culture because mm-hmm. the plants can feel it too yeah and there's certain rooms that you'll walk into in the facilities of the originals and you just smile as soon as you walk in that's the gelato room feeling. oh my gosh the gelato room there is something about the energy in there and as well as the effect when you consume it and I, it, they're directly correlated. These are living things. Just like I think about sad cows who like turn into like meat products. We're eating sad yeah. meat products. And yeah. then you think about like. I don't want sad cannabis. Yeah, exactly. No so how they care for the plant at the facility is a big, yeah. you know, a happy plant is probably going oh, to be more desirable. Like cage-free cannabis. Yeah. Well, actually, I think, um. I think they do use that in some of their marketing, especially for like some of the prison reform. Not them specifically, yeah. but cannabis companies in general. Yeah, for sure. So I think how you treat the plant, how the plant feels, mm-hmm. absolutely results in your end result. So. I, I totally agree. Yeah. I mean, you can see, like especially the Cure Company has been a favorite of mine for a minute. Yeah. And the quality that you get, the smell, the taste... But it's the feeling, like, I don't want, when I smoke, like, my mission, personally, it's not to be, like, so fucking high. It's not to be, like, so gone that I'm getting anxious and stuff. And I really, like, when I smoke, I want to be, like, giggly and, like, fun and creative and have, like, a very open mind. And I really believe that products like that give you that feeling yeah the cure the sad cow cannabis feeling (laughs) yeah so the cure and the originals i do believe are partners so same sentiments their rooms Mm -hmm. definitely make me happy yeah no i i think that's amazing is there anything else in your bag that you think other people should be smoking on consuming um gosh tools you love i always always have these are from hemper um, I always have tips. Um, I know. I no literally stacks. didn't even have. I guys, I didn't bring <laughs> tips today. I, I need to. Be, I'm going to be fired from the canvas industry. No, I mean, <laughs> going to be banned. <laughs> we can roll it naked, but like going in raw, like there's going to be all kinds of things. It's just yikes. You need a filter. You got to like have a filter. You got to yeah. have a filter. Yeah, you have to have a filter. No Scooby snacks. Um, I always have hemp wraps. Always, always. I have asthma, and I've just noticed that tobacco products irritate my lungs yeah. so much. 
not weed, tobacco. So I kind of just stay away from it. Hemp. Mm-hmm. I don't have any issues, and then I'm smoking 100% cannabis throughout the entire process. Yeah, it's so. a I, yeah. it's a fully whole cannabis experience. Yes. Yeah. I I like blunts, and I'll definitely have one if pa- like if rolled or passed to me. I'm never one to be like, eh. yeah, I'll totally take like you yeah. know a puff or two. Yeah. But the next day, my I'm, I sound like three octaves lower. Yeah, if <laughs> I do like a tobacco um, product, I'm immediately wheezing. I'm like, oh no, can't do this. It's just mm-hmm. my lungs do not like it. So. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, fun fact, actually, um, cannabis cigarettes used to be sold as an asthma medicine, so there is proof that it does work. It, it opens the lungs and ah. the airways, so it's a bronchodilator. I don't even use asthma medication, only when I'm pregnant, because I'm not smoking. I was about I to, never I was connected about to the ask, is it, like, is it okay that we're in this room smoking? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's, uh, there's studies that have been published by Dr. Andrew huh. Hepler out of UCLA that you can look into. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. all right. Yeah. I am good. Yeah, that's yeah. fascinating. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Then what I guess would be for someone who has asthma or experiences symptoms of it, what is like the best thing for them to smoke? Gosh. Or best or best method, maybe. Uh, you're probably going to want something with a lot of pinene, alpha pinene huh. in it. Okay. But luckily, that's also the most abundant terpene. So you have to figure out what that is for you. For okay. Sure. Yeah. And then, do you think it's like vaping, or is a bo- like something like a bong okay? Or are you like I don't know? It's kind of personal. I think it's personal. Okay. Every body is different. So my body, when it comes to car um, cartridges, vaporizers, and dabbing, I have to be sporadic. It can't be okay. a daily thing because my lungs start to feel very heavy. Like I'm, yeah, it's like just, a, ti- a tightness like in your yeah. chest kind of. And yeah. It may not be the asthma, but because I have asthma, I don't like feeling anything messing with my lungs it's just not comfortable so I kind of have started to shy away from the concentrates a bit more okay um and then bongs same thing sporadically there's just a lot of smoke yeah coming in anyway so (laughs) yeah I just have to be aware of like I don't have regular lungs okay no I I think that that's really fascinating Mm -hmm. I've heard because a lot of people I'm friends with they won't they specifically won't smoke because they have asthma right but they've gotten really into edibles okay and so um my old roommate actually like <laughs> you'd always be like Elizabeth may I remind you I have asthma <laughs> he's gonna watch this and be like I don't sound like that and so um <laughs> he got he did get really into edibles and so I think that anytime people are able to have a little bit of tips and tricks there that's much needed yeah um I have I've been doing more dabs but only because I've been using the Puffco recently okay and that has been really pleasant it is very pleasant if I had the new Puffco would totally do it my other one I'd have to buy an atomizer and I'm just I'm I've spent so much money on atomizers (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, I can't do another I one. I feel you. Anyone <laughs> else who's watching this is like, oh, yeah. I've spent, yeah. I've probably spent at least like three or four hundred on yeah. advisors, ha- if yeah. not more. You just to get three at a time. Because you have to, exactly, you yeah. have to get a backup. Yeah. Because God, the amount of times I've gone to take a fucking dab and. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst feeling. You know, I don't even have to finish my sentence because <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, no, it's the worst. Okay. 
any other tips, tricks, fun products you want to mention or that you think should be in anyone's bag before we hop on out of this segment? Okay, so I have a lot of hair. So as a girl, if you hotbox, sometimes your hair is like gonna hold that scent. So I have this Orbe hair scent spray that mm -hmm. I put in my hair and it neutralizes it. So yes. it is... I mean, that's the you can change your outfit all you want. Yeah, this right here is gonna <laughs> let everyone know. No, I feel that. I yeah. I think I DM'd you when you posted yeah. that because yeah. I have one that's a um, it's from Dry Bar. Okay, and it's similar, but Oribe the smell yeah. is crazy good. Oh my and gosh. they have travel sizes, yes. right? Yes. yes. I yeah. keep it in my bag. I have it now. No, sure. that's like yeah. the best. That's such a great tip. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. All right. So now with all these products that we have that are in our bags, with all of the background that you've built over the years, you know, now it, it's just this, the level of censorship and what we can and can't post, what yeah. we can and can't talk about, you know, you're an educator. Yeah. And so you want to show people the right products. Yeah. You want to tell them how to use it, how, you know, someone with asthma can properly smoke or yeah. like, you know, smoke most comfortably or consume most comfortably. Yeah. For all of what we just went over, imagine now we just, you know, talked about all this stuff. We're going to go to post it to Instagram, to TikTok, to wherever, to share with others. Not even anything like this wasn't crazy no. i wouldn't say it was i would say it was very fun but yeah. not insane right <laughs> we would be restricted from sharing a lot of this content potentially Correct. yes absolutely educational content about you know how our body processes cannabis about yeah. what kind would be best for people in certain experiences yeah how do you feel about that <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. I can. There's also water yeah. next to you and coffee. <laughs> I feel very frustrated about that. I think it's, um, you know, and maybe we're just at the mercy of AI and bot technology. Um, but there is another side of this that deserves to be shared. But unfortunately, because of federal regulations, mm -hmm. we can't. Exactly. And it's like these social media apps are kind of stuck in the middle of we don't mm -hmm. want to deal with that. So we're just going to, you know, here's our solution. Yeah. But things that I get taken down are so, so ridiculous. Um, well, and your whole page has, has come down. In 2021, I went down three times. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. And so when you went to go get it back what what is that experience like i mean i i've brought pages back or and yeah. haven't so you, it's really um luckily for me again kelly who i mentioned mm -hmm. social media she has um uh, facebook chat support okay yeah that is helpful yeah so um when it went down at hall of flower or no excuse me mj bizcon it always happens during an event, right? Yes. And anytime it's your account moment. goes down, it's before you go up to speak. Yeah. It's before you go to an event. It's before you are showing someone your page for a deal and it's not there anymore. <laughs> the, I was, I gave a speech at Hall of Flowers and when I checked my phone after I had two mm -hmm. posts taken down, it was the craziest thing. Um, and then, yeah, right at, at MJ BizCon. It was gone. Um, so luckily, Kelly got through to Facebook 
support was like, hey, she's at a trade show, like, we need it back ASAP. Right. Um, and they were able to kind of, you know, give a link so that it expedited it, and I did get it back the next day. Um, but then on Christmas Eve, that was just kind of like, I hadn't had any posts taken down. It was just... They were just like, nah. I was asleep, and my, <laughs> my sweetie was on the phone. He's like, whose page went down? He's like, uh-oh. And then I heard Tam. I was like, no. No. <laughs> and then sure enough, I like opened my phone. It's the white screen. And I'm like, oh great. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so it's just frustrating because they take me down. They put me back quickly always, mm -hmm. usually, which I'm yeah. thankful for. Because if you look, you can see there's no violations. Right. Um, but it's like, why do we have to go through this? Because it also affects your engagement. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Yeah. And those things, like, so when, when we talk about things like engagement, pages going down, I know from the outside looking in, it's like, it's a very different perspective. Yeah. But these things are important because they affect your reach. They affect your brand yeah. deals. They affect your business. Yes. You know, you, you have an entire empire that you're building and... You know, when a page goes down, you have other options, though. You do yeah. have ways that I know you've built out to be able to contact people, but that's yeah. not your whole audience. Correct. That is a huge chunk of what you've built. Yeah. That's a huge piece of business these days is having a social media page, is yeah. putting out content, is building trust in your relationship and a relationship with your audience. And... To have something like that just be taken away is very, it's stressful. Yeah. It's, it adds a level of uncertainty to your day you yeah. weren't anticipating. And a lot of time it's very arbitrary there. You know, you can follow the guidelines. Yeah. I'm putting for all audio listeners, those are very big air quotations. Yeah. But, you know, like you said, there, it can just come down. Yeah. They're not clear on what the violation is. It's like, okay, my page goes down, it gets disabled, but I didn't have a single post deleted from the last time it, of no it being disabled. And no sales or anything like that. Nothing. It's just like, oh, you went down. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but wait, you can't keep doing this to me. Yeah. Like, like you guys sent me a PR package. Can we talk about this? Can we like, talk? Can we? Why? This is toxic at this point. Like, you hurt my feelings. You give me a present. Mm -hmm. I forgive you. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I'm just wondering, like, at some point, you know, can there be a conversation, an actual conversation had about this? Because these are advocates, these are businesses, mm -hmm. and then some people don't get their pages back. No, they, they don't, ever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's really, you know, they people have built up. I, I mean, at this point, I've seen so many people come down, and it begs the question, where do cannabis influencers go? Because some of them don't come back. Yeah. Or they go somewhere else or, and do something else, you know, and it's... Yeah. And it's like, well, then what? You know, are they creating content still? Are they working, you know, a, a desk job somewhere? Like, what happens next? Because a lot of people's literal livelihoods come down overnight. Yeah. And so you have to then make a decision. And so I'm, I'm wondering, how do you kind of keep pushing yourself to the next thing? You know, because a lot of people do. They're like, well, yeah. that's it. It's, do it's, uh, it's done. And we'll just you know, not try to build it back up, but you keep, you keep going. You know, at the, at my core, I know what my mission is. Before I started this all, I was clear on what that was. So Instagram or no Instagram, the mission continues. Right. The mission is to help free the plant. 
to teach the people the information to help better their lives. That mm -hmm. is what I am doing. So Instagram is not the only avenue in which it's they just can a do tool. that. It's a tool for sure. It's a powerful tool mm -hmm. and they do have a lot of control. Yeah. And it's beyond my control. So when it goes down, it's beyond my control. It's not going to ruin my day. I am going to pout for about 30 to 45 <laughs> minutes and maybe a couple more minutes throughout the day. Some pouting is There's necessary, going to be pouting, I think, yeah. But the mission continues, mm -hmm. and that's what's important. So I'll always find a way. I will always find a way. Yeah. Um, and luckily, I do have other big projects that are coming, so... You Anything know. you can tell us about yet? Yeah. Um, so keep an eye on. Definitely working with Snoop on some cannabis education stuff. Oh, that's, that's really exciting. Out. I saw you got yeah. some like crazy. <laughs> I don't, I'm not like, what was that? It was it's some a crazy jam neck. Chain. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a duck jam. That's yeah. huge. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so working with him on that and then also a podcast. Oh, that, yeah, mm, that's going to be so yeah. cool. But that's going to be a bit different. So as much as I am cannabis, a big part of who I am is yeah. sports. Yes, you were yeah. mentioning that. A big part of who I am is sports. So I played sports my whole life. I come from a family with a lot of brothers. I'm the only girl. I was always a tomboy. I'm an only girl as well. Yeah, yeah. always a tomboy. Um, I majored in sports in college. Okay. I worked for Oklahoma State Athletics. I worked for the Oklahoma City Thunder an amazing game operations internship for the NBA. Um, and then I was married to a professional athlete. Um, a lot of my business partners are professional athletes. A lot of my friends, of course, are wives of athletes. Right. So it is something that has been ingrained into my life. Yeah. And it still is. I'm still an athlete. Um, I still play sports, not recently because of COVID, but I play tennis and squash. Yeah. Um, my kids are very athletic, so it's just in my blood. It's who I am. It's part of my identity. My twin brother is a coach, <laughs> a high school coach, so <laughs> it is who we are. So that's just kind of now time for me to showcase that and then also talk about, you know, the parallels and how cannabis is a big sub or a big um, compliment, a really well good compliment to sports yeah. as well. Yeah. I've loved seeing the amount of people coming out, like, you know, professional athletes, huge ones, yeah. that are proponents of, you know, CBD, THC, yeah. especially, you know, but different alternatives of it, like, you know, using it for a pre-workout, basically, yeah. or like, um, as a, yeah, or post, or like, yeah. you know, all the different lotions and creams yeah. and like, um, bath salts mm -hmm. and you know anything for recovery purposes yeah is so cool and yeah. I follow a lot of that because from like all the what I deal with I a lot yeah. of those stretches and yeah. all of the recovery stuff that athletes do I do yeah. because it really helps with like all the endo pain that yeah I would, that it's I would experience. Powerful anti-inflammatory. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh my god! Like insane. I yeah. my my body feels like a different person. Correct. Yeah. Powerful anti-inflammatory, mm -hmm. and athletes have inflammation. It's just, you know, part of it. Especially professional athletes. Yeah. You know, they have all kinds of injuries. So, those creams, the lotions, the bath salts, mm -hmm. um, the flour. Yeah. It all helps. No, yeah. it, and especially having people talk about it because you know a lot of professional athletes' pages yeah. are verified. Correct. And so we, we, that's a double-edged sword. A yeah. lot of, you know, there's pros and cons to that, whereas some people can talk about cannabis, but others are a bit more restricted. I do still think that there is 
huge benefits to anyone being able to talk about cannabis. Yes. And so when a professional athlete comes out and has, you know, works with, Vi like, Viola. Yeah. I mean, those are huge, huge things. Yeah. The, in having, you know, it just becomes something that's a little bit more mainstream, a little bit more attainable, and something that people can talk about in a way that's a totally different audience. People right. who would honestly be like the most sometimes against something like yeah. cannabis, they have a way to be able to consume it where it's not, you know, smoke or dabs or whatever, or papers. It's something they can drink. Yeah. It's something they can rub on. And yeah. it's something that they can post on Instagram and say, hey, like, you can also use THC. You can also yeah. use CBD. And I've seen so many athletes, too, actually educate yeah. as well. And not just, you know, push stuff. They're, like, actually educating their audience on this. And it's, you know, millions of people. Yeah, absolutely. I That's mean, powerful. It's so powerful. And I think we get annoyed when we see yet another celebrity or athlete entering the cannabis space. But... What we have to understand is they have access to millions oh my of people. Gosh. Yeah. And they have the power to create that. They can shift. change minds. Yeah. They can that, push culture forward. Yeah. Yeah. And to really open them up um, to understanding because they've already got the connection with this person. Mm -hmm. So we cannot underestimate that. We have to be grateful that Justin Bieber can create a flower line that yeah. might open up millions of adults who you know, otherwise would have still thought it was, you know, the devil's lettuce. So that's all I, you know, that's what I think. I think that, you know, as long as they're using their platforms properly, mm -hmm. we should applaud it um, and be happy that they're bringing yet more awareness to this, to this plant and to this injustice. Yeah. yeah. And it, you know, it's just another opportunity for companies too. like, the thing is with social media, if you can't yourself talk about it. Yeah guess what the most powerful form of marketing is? It's word of mouth. Yeah. It's having someone sit down with you and say, hey, smell this weed. Yes. It's really good. Or like, look right. at this weed. It's really, you know, or whatever you want to talk about. And so having someone that people trust <coughs> talking about their product and on a page where they can, I mean, that moves mountains. Yeah. Like one, you know, the fact that Justin Bieber can talk about Wonder Bread. Yeah. Like that's huge. It's, you know, it's a it's a totally different world and so I do think that it will open up opportunity down the road and maybe sooner who knows. Yeah, hopefully. hopefully. Yeah, you're like I would like that to be. Yeah. Thank you, ASAP. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> And get, get your homies to do it too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all of them. Give them Everybody. all cannabis lines. I yeah. mean, I think it'll be as, um, as you know, common as them having alcohol lines. Yeah. I mean, Snoop has an alcohol, I think he has two alcohol lines at this point. Yeah. And then um, Ryan Reynolds, Aviation Gin. Okay. Um, there's also uh, George Clooney. I think he was involved in like tequila. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I'm so not as many big in that realm, alcohol, but yeah, yeah, so many. And so, mm -hmm. like, I think that cannabis will be the same thing. For sure. And you'll see so much of it on, like, you know, more social media. And I would TikTok can loosen up there. <laughs> yeah, I think they are. I just heard that they're loosening it a bit mm -hmm. for cannabis and testing yeah. it. 
um, people who are verified can kind of get away with smoking now, which is if they're testing it and it's successful, that finally opens up um, a place for cannabis influencers to go. Like yeah, the potential for huge. growth on TikTok is so you know, the algorithms it's over crazy. there. Yeah, you don't have that on Instagram. I'm so restricted on TikTok. Yeah, me too. I've gotten so, I always, my whole notifications is just, you, this has been removed. <laughs> this has been removed. You have Gosh. gotten, you can't post for a week. It's crazy. How I, many How many strikes have you gotten there? I've gotten two. And okay. It's like, That's not like, bad. I've gotten one restored, but the other one was wow. taken down within a minute. Within and a minute. There was no smoking in there was a leaf on the food. <laughs> I went to an infused dinner. There was no smoking in the video. It was like, whoa. And they were just like, nah. It was gone immediately. I was just like, goodness. And I, yeah, I changed my name from the Cannabis Cutie to the Canna Cutie. And it was like, it didn't get any better. It got oh. worse. Yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> this is just not my place. <laughs> You're going to have to just totally change your name for TikTok. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't figured out. I haven't quite figured out the TikTok strategy. Mm -hmm. I'm just not the um, trendy video type of person. Yeah. I'm like, I want to be an educator. Like, I want to be me, but you guys won't let me. So. It is It is hard, like what we were talking about earlier. It is tough because you see what performs. Yeah. And you see, you know, what the algorithm is essentially feeding up. Yeah. But sometimes it's like, I don't always want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> it's not me. I think it's cool. Like, I look. Don't get me wrong, like, you don't need cable anymore. You need TikTok. Yeah, it's so it's, entertaining. Oh, my God. I will it's watch amazing. it at dinner, like, now. Yeah. And I find, and I'm like, oh, my God, I just watched TikTok at dinner. Like, what? <laughs> it's so good. There's so many, so much good content on there. So I love it. I just kind of, you know, how my style, maybe I have to evolve a bit and yeah. figure out what that looks like on TikTok. Currently, though, I feel like I'm under attack over there. Like, I'm, oh, my God. You post, it goes right into review. It's like, wow. Like, I... What did I do to deserve this? Right. They have trust issues. What would you say is your most trusted platform or, like, means of communication? It doesn't have to be your biggest reach. Just something you know is always – you're tried and true. Like, it doesn't even have to be your biggest following. Mm. You just know it'll be there at the end of the day. If something else goes down, you're like, I can reach people by – Newsletter. Yeah. Yeah probably newsletter mm -hmm. um facebook i am so shadow banned <laughs> like i don't even know how that works but it's like i don't exist it's on facebook. crazy yeah. okay i mean so many people are like, shadow bands aren't real it's fucking real yes you like i you can't put my name into I will not appear in the search bar until you type in my full name yeah. and it's for I've seen it for you yeah. I've seen it for every name yeah. like every name that's in yeah. cannabis basically at this point yeah that has any type of following Gosh, like there was a two-week period where I got so many dms from my followers telling me that I was shadow banned yeah like if I felt it and then people are saying I don't see your content anymore usually it was the first thing I would see in the yeah. morning I don't see it at all. I tried to find you. I thought you were deleted, but then I had to type in your whole name. Mm -hmm. People were sending me screenshots of it. It was it's just nuts. like, wow. It really, wow. it really <laughs> is true. And so like you see those numbers decrease. It's mm -hmm. like, I mean, the, the reach that even just my stories have had, I know you were mentioning like mm -hmm. some of the, it, it's, it's really an issue because again, these yeah. are businesses. Mm -hmm. It's also not just like 
hey, what's up? Which yeah. is fi- however you want to use social media. That's what it's there for. But, yeah. like, these are businesses. Yes. <sighs> it's nuts. And so I, I think to round this all out, what's needed is some level of a federal nod because I, I just don't think that companies are going to explicitly come out and say hey, we're okay with cannabis content. Yeah. Here's the guidelines. I yeah. just, I don't think we're going to see that for a long time. Right. And yeah. so learning to operate outside of social media as well, like having a newsletter is mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. Being able to know that these social media platforms, like as much as they take over our lives, they're tools. Yeah. There's other ways to get your message out there. And, you know, as long as you have passion for your message, yeah. you can take that with you. Correct any place there's always going to be somewhere that that people are going to buy into that and so you know use these as tools and know that they are such like don't yeah it's it's not your web it's not your website oh my god the amount of fucking (laughs) facebook paid businesses i've seen linked to your website stop yeah doing that please yeah it's not for me it's for you get a website get a website understand your mission if your mission is to be an instagram influencer and then they take your instagram well know that that is it's a done mission but if your mission is to normalize the plant in whatever way that is be clear on that and then just kind of move with that intention i love that yeah yeah Mm -hmm. when i really believe that when you have an intention and belief in it and you believe in yourself yeah others will believe in you too and i know that sounds so no that's it but that's literally it that's it you believe in yourself more than anybody Mm -hmm. i looked crazy i've been a cannabis educator since (laughs) i was 18 (laughs) 19 and people thought i was absolutely nuts but i was also in the south i was in oklahoma Mm -hmm. this is like crack to us yeah (laughs) i bet what the hell is she talking about she's a drug addict and that's the perception that people had of me mm-hmm. 10 years later, um, 14 years, however long it was, now they understand it. Yeah. The people that, you know, crucified me and judged me are now asking me, you know, sativa or indica. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's wild. Isn't that so, it's so nuts? full circle. It's like, I knew, I knew that I was going to have this moment. I got my grandma yeah. CBD for Christmas <laughs> and she was she loves it she was like my i feel so much better yeah my pain is so much better i was like what is happening like yeah. my grandma worked for the dare program oh, my gosh. uncle told me that that um he watches my videos <laughs> and he was like i want to learn more about cannabis like are there any other videos i can watch and i i like i sent him yours yeah. i sent him a few others and i was just like this is so surreal and so people are also open to this conversation and I think that you know no matter where you can have it yeah just having that conviction and that passion for it is is really the the thing that you need and I know that that so takes away from like oh well like what do we do with social media and it's like well we have to ask a different question yeah that's not the question yeah surprise (laughs) (laughs) exactly and so I, I think that's you know the biggest takeaway here is is like what is your mission you know and what tools are you using to pursue it and you know social media can be a part of it but just know it's it's not your end all be all there's always going to be new platforms yeah. and there are ones that are more cannabis friendly like twitter mm-hmm. has been pretty cannabis friendly yeah. twitch 
um, having, you know, outside, th like a newsletter. Yeah. Uh, there's all sorts of different ways. So if this is something that you've been exploring or, you know, trying to work around there, get creative. You know, people have been doing this for s this long. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to figure it out. Um, there's going to be bumps in the road. Instagram going down, it's bumps in the road. Um, but if you, again, believe in yourself and put that passion into it, that's kind of like when the universe starts to work with yeah. you because it feels you and it's going to feed into that, you know, mm -hmm. as long as you feel it. If you don't feel it, maybe that's not what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Find it. You got to yeah. look, you got to go deep with this. Yes. It's like, it's, it's not spiritual. just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Entrepreneurship is spiritual. Yeah. No, it really is. Yeah. Um, this was amazing. Thank you so much yeah. for coming on today, for sharing your story. I'm so excited for all the different things that are yeah. upcoming for you. Thank you. I'm going to have to hear this new podcast. Yeah. Ah, so many, I, so much. I'm just really, I'm really happy for you. Thank you. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, you have like a ton of different uh, things. I, I don't even know where to start. I'm going to say, first off, find her on Instagram, but yes. also sign up for her newsletter. Yes. Um, make sure you check out the book club. Um, you have guides. You have tons of stuff on yeah. your website that are just incredible resources and in cannabis. So yeah. if you are, if you have any questions at all, um, want to learn more, Tammy is the person oh, to do it with. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the cannabis cutie on Instagram, the word, the, you might have to type it all you the way You might have out. to type T-H-E. <laughs> or it'll, it'll lead you to my backup and then it'll direct you to my Instagram. So that's one option as well. But, um, yeah, and then thecannabiscutie.com. You can sign up for my newsletter, sign up courses, for newsletter. book club, my ebook, which came out. Um, yeah, and then, you know, lots of old archived content that's still relevant today on my blog. So, yeah, check me out, hit me up. Um, in the DMs, there's a lot. So, if I don't get back to you, <laughs> God bless it. All right. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Send Us Flowers. I will see you next time.